Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Good Tuesday morning. You heard all that on Sports Radio 610. So and the that's most- the shot. Not as foggy anymore. That's pretty. Yeah, that Orange looks nice you. right there. That looks pretty right there. Yeah, Zubin. that's New York at its finest. Speaking of pretty, if you're a Cardinals fan, the most discussed non-quarterback Whoa. on the market Whoa. had the last name Watt, W-A-T-T. But this morning, it might be Watt, W-H-A-T, as in what? J.J. Watt to the Cardinals, $31 million over two years, 23 mil guaranteed. And that is the biggest story in the NFL this morning. Before we jump into it, <clears throat> fellas, how's everything going? Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. It's good. I, w- I went to bed too early last night, though. What's too early? I, went to, I probably was in the bed probably around 8.30. When do you normally go to bed? I probably go to bed around 11. 10, 11, 10, mm. 30, 11. So you get about five hours a night? Man, I've been not. That's, a, that's what I do. But I sleep all day, too. So I went to bed too early, and I was up at 1 a.m. <laughs> so I've been up since 1 a.m. Zubin, I met a fan of yours yesterday. Who is this? I one? went to uh, Rutgers Hospital in order to get uh, my, my leg checked out, my graft, because I have a graft in my left leg. And my doctor uh, literally was like, Man, Keyshawn's just, he's never wrong, huh? He's never wrong. And I feel like Zubin just always ties it all together. He's just, he's great. And I was like, look at that. Rutgers sticking up for Rutgers. I love that. Jersey pride. Jersey pride. We'll take it. Plenty of pride here for the Cardinals because, Key, this was one of those where I think a lot of people are expecting, like you said, Buffalo, Cleveland, teams that appear to be near the Super Bowl, a guy that could maybe get them over the top. But you think the signing of Arizona, and by the way, i got to give J.J. Watt credit. Controlling Don't tell the, anyone what I think. <laughs> controlling the process. <laughs> he announced his release. He announced his signing. But you think the signing with this particular team actually means maybe the market for J.J., which everybody thought was white hot, or red hot I got now you're in the desert with the Red Sea, maybe the market wasn't as flush with teams as we may have thought. Well, you 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 got to think about these things, though, right? When you hear the report, first off, everybody wants to sign J.J. Watt. Oh, my God. Yes. At what price, though, right? Buffalo was all in on him. But Brandon Bean, general manager of the Buffalo Bills, was not going to spend $31 million with 23 of a guarantee, which essentially for the Arizona Cardinals is a one-year deal at $23 million. Mm-hmm. They, but – they were not going to do that. So when you start to look at it, you say, well, what was Green Bay? Did Green Bay, were they really <laughs> interested or did we try and tie it together because he's from the region? Uh, or because Shaq Barrett and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be negotiating a long-term deal and he may price himself out of what Tampa's willing to spend based on their finances and their cap issues and all the other guys that they want to sign. So let's pencil him in in Tampa. And so when you start to look at it, it's like, okay, he went to Arizona. Why would you go to Arizona? Because if it was about winning that championship, Arizona's not quite there yet. They've got a lot of proving to do. I was on the our ESPN affiliate out in Arizona yesterday with Gamble and his crew, and we were talking about the signing of J.J. Watt and where Arizona was at and how far they're away and when you think about it, yes, defensively, the Heat certainly gives them what they can use as a pass rusher. They went out and got Terrell Suggs, who was a little bit older, obviously, and at the end of his career, they didn't get much out of that. But you got Chandler Jones on the other side, and this could potentially form a tandem as two of the better pass rushers that we've seen in the National Football League as a tandem. 
You think about guys like Von Miller and DeMarcus Ware, or you think about Dwight Freeney and, and Mathis when they were in Indianapolis. So, and I could go on and on and on with a list of guys in that in in, in that play the defensive side of the ball and with pass rush specialists. But in the end, to your question, how many real suitors were out there for JJ Watt? That what is that's that me money? Just, that's me just picking my it, key. He got twenty three million guaranteed. Yeah, it's about. It, it's definitely about the money. And here's what it, I, I laughed at this when I saw it the other day because Ed Werder had a tweet that came out, mm-hmm. and I'll read the tweet to you, Key, because okay. it, this goes into your cute Kyler Murray conversation that we've been having all year long, right? That lets you know that JJ Watt, in my opinion, signed for the money, which I'm not mad about. Oh no, get your no, money. Yeah, I'm not get mad your at money. His money. But you I know, just how thought so- he was chasing a ring. Well, you know how sometimes that narrative can be spun too to try mm-hmm. to make it look like, oh well, it's about the bigger picture when we know it's really not, right? So Edwarder says, I was told JJ Watt's first criteria in choosing his team would be the quality of the quarterback. So this seems to be an endorsement of at K one Kyler Murray. Look, Kyler Murray's great in that system, Jay. Great, I know. I know. In the system. I understand. But I thought if you're trying to win a Super Bowl. If this is an endorsement of the quarterback, like, oh, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen. But it lets you know that the market wasn't like that. It proves your point that this was about the money, and I'm glad it worked out. And if he wants to change this into an endorsement for Kyler Murray, awesome. But that's still in a pretty hard division, and there's still a long way for this team to go. Look, they they won eight games last year, and they were a game away from potentially getting into the playoffs at the end of the season. What I would say is when you mention those other quarterbacks, you got to look at the defensive side of the ball. Um, I don't know what Buffalo was willing to give him. I have no idea. I don't know if he even talked to Tampa or talked to Green Bay. I have no idea at all. But I could probably bet that those numbers were not even close Mm -hmm. to what Arizona was willing to do. This is a make-or-break year for Cliff Kingsbury in the desert. Let's be honest with ourselves, right? Steve Wilkes got fired after two wins. Cliff Kingsbury won five, then won eight. He needs to take another giant step. He can't go backwards and be six and ten. He can't be uh, seven and nine. He can't be eight and eight. He's got to take a giant step, which means that they're pushing all their chips to the middle of the middle of the deck. And this is also a, a pivotal year for Kyler Murray. Uh, Kyler Murray's got to show that he's willing to take the next step in the National Football League. It's okay, so what? You make a Pro Bowl. All right, everybody makes Pro Bowls this day and age. You win eight games. You're within a system that you've been running since high school. We all understand that. Now it's consistently beating the San Francisco 49ers, the Los Angeles Rams, and the Seattle Seahawks to take over that division. And if they could take that next step by adding J.J. Watt to it, then they win. And if not, it's a one-year deal at $23 because the new coaching staff that comes in there next year will certainly part ways with J.J. Watt and want to bring in and build it all over the way that they want to. Plus, it's the year where the Arizona Cardinals will have to make a decision after the season on picking up the fifth-year option of Kyler Murray. So you got all those sort of little subplots that's mm-hmm. going on in the desert. We're asking this morning, J.J. Watt signing with the Cardinals is – Fill in the blank. We normally play that at another time during the week, but it's as simple as that. J.J. signing with the Cardinals is fill in the blank. Give us the word. Tell us why. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776, or just pop the word on Twitter, KJZ. Stop J. running J. like Watt. that. <laughs> he does a little Mighty Mouse run. <laughs> Speaking of run, on the runway, J.J. Watt right off the plane with the Cardinals Twitter feed. I'm very excited. Uh, my wife and I are very excited to be here. 
Mr. Bidwell, Steve, everybody here has, has been unbelievable so far. And I'm just excited to get started. I'm very excited to get started, get to work, get to know the people of Arizona, and uh, to go to work to try and help them win a championship. And the one thing that I can promise you is I'm going to work my ass off every single day to make you proud. And uh, I'm very proud to be a part of the Bird Gang and the Red Sea. So let's get started. One thing mm. I would say here is that not only have the Cardinals, like you said, make or break here for Kingsbury, since they went to the conference championship game in 2015, since they got within one game of the Super Bowl in 2015, not only have they not made the playoffs, they haven't had a winning record in about a half decade. So if Watt can maybe just get them into the playoffs, understanding it's not a contender situation, you're looking to be quizzically, you want them? You want no, no, the no, no. I'm just, I, I forgot that they went with Bruce Arians to the. Uh, they lost to the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot yeah. that. I'm like, Since then, that's right, they did do seven, that. Seven, eight, three, five, and eight. Yet wow. to have a winning record. So maybe just maybe contender is in the eye of the beholder, but if he can get them into the playoffs for the first time in a half decade, it's not the greatest accomplishment in the world, though it would be notable considering you say how tough the division is. Maybe that actually would be a reasonable task simply because it's been <laughs> it's been barren in the desert. Let's be honest. Uh, look at it, though, the division, right? Russell Wilson's going to – they're going to retool that offensive line. Let's just get it out there. Russell Wilson is not leaving Seattle. They're going to retool the offensive line. San Francisco is going to figure out what to do and settle things down at the quarterback spot and get everybody back healthy. The Rams are the Rams. They got the number one defense, although their defensive coordinator is now the Los Angeles Chargers head coach. They got a new defensive coordinator that's going to be calling the shots. They've also picked up a new quarterback, and it's not named Jared Goff. It is Stafford, Matthew Stafford. So they've upgraded at that position as well. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the Cardinals now that they made the biggest splash, I think, in the offseason so far in the division. I just started laughing yesterday when I heard the news. I'm like, okay, Chandler Jones comes back, J.J. Watt, Aaron Donald, Nick Bosa. How's that going to work out for you, Russell Wilson? And got to get that offensive line together. And mm. that's where we're going to go next with the addition of Watt and the guys that Jay just mentioned. Key says Russell staying, his offensive line is definitely going to need some work, as Key said, especially if those guys are running right at, Wis- uh, right at Wilson. So what does it mean for him? We'll discuss it next. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus... Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I want to go to the witness protect. He <laughs> wants to be in WITSEC? You want to be in WITSEC? You can't see your family again? You got to change your identity? No, man. You've been watching it, too many crime shows, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't watch, I didn't, I watched you didn't watch couple, any last night? A little bit. Just a see, few. every night. Before I went to bed, I had to watch somebody get. <laughs> Jeez. Investigated. <laughs> I didn't do it. There's no way. What do you mean you didn't do it? 
They got your fingerprints, bro. Oh, jeez. That was they planted that really. See, Zubin, see how we start sending him down this dark path. What well, you in jail for, nothing? Well, why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why guys from like the seventies and eighties are getting caught because they had no idea something called DNA would ever come down the line, right? Give me so your cornbread. Yeah, you're seeing all these famous cases be solved. It's a little infamous in Seattle right now <laughs> because you would think Russell Wilson would be tailor-made everything he said about the 12s but now think about the division chandler jones is back healthy joins jj watt arizona's newest addition nick bosa and the rest of the 49ers eventually will be healthy as well they were walking mashing unit and you know how good aaron donald is key has said essentially look russell wilson needs some help on the offensive line when wilson was drafted part of the advantage of being drafted in the third round is that you can spend around the team on your rookie deal. That's why the Seahawks defense was so good. So Russell Wilson at one point, believe it or not, accounted for about 1%, less than 1% of the Seahawks salary cap because he was a third round pick. Then he got the big money and he's 15% of the cap. Consequently, and I know you're saying, consequently, the Seahawks went to bottom five in spending on the offensive line. But key, with all the names we just reeled off, and you know, you said he's staying, what does all of these great, ferocious pass rushers mean for Wilson as the Seahawks try to mm. steady the ship a little I bit. like the way you made it sound ferocious. Like you're throwing him to, like you're throwing him to the Lions, Dan. A whole right? bunch of Dan Campbells out there. Aaron Donald, man. I, I don't think I need to go further than well, that. Well, they've right? got to address the offensive line, period. they got to do a better job at identifying what they need to shore up the offensive line, whether it's through the draft, free agency, undrafted guys, trades, whatever. They've got to fix some of that. But Russell Wilson also has to get rid of the football. He can't hold on to the football for damn near five seconds when he's back there. You can't do that. You've got to let it fly. So a lot of it is a mix of both. And the offensive coordinator has to do a better job of putting him in position to do what they did early on in his career. Allow him to make a splash play here and there, an explosive play. Run the football, dominate. Play defense, lights out. That is what they did for the majority of his career, Russell Wilson just started cooking and throwing the ball over the last couple of years where you started to see gaudy numbers at the beginning of the season and then things tail off in the end for him. And they've got to get back to doing those things. And if they can get back to doing that, then I think that they'll, they'll be right in the conversation again in the NFC conference about potentially playing in the Super Bowl it's SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. It's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Jay, the other thing you have to keep in mind here is that the Seahawks actually don't have a first-round pick. It was going to mm-hmm. pick 23rd overall, but because of the Jamal Adams deal to the Jets, the Jets get their 23rd pick, bottom of the first round. You could always get a good, reasonably priced player to protect Russell Wilson, but that no longer is an option. You know, I, I started going through the schedule yesterday, Key, and I started mm-hmm. doing a deep dive because, you know, we always talk about, hey, a win is a win, but how you win, I think, matters. And some of these teams that they were able to beat, I mean, it wasn't like a, a dominating win. Russell had to really go outside of himself. So a five-point win against New England, seven-point win over Dallas, a one-point win over Minnesota, six-point win over Philly, five-point win over Washington. And then I started thinking about next year, the teams they have to play outside their division, man, Packers, Saints, Titans, Colts. Like, it doesn't get easier for them. I see the, a bigger chance of them regressing more so than moving forward. But here's what I would say to you about that, Jay, and you know how I am. Don't pay that no attention, right? And the reason I say that, don't pay that any attention, what does Kansas City look like? No, I feel you. You, you, you go but, down, Kansas City beat a team by five, beat a team by three, beat a team by seven. Oh, they had a 14-point win. Okay, then you keep going, going, going. Or you go into Seattle's history or Pittsburgh's history. 
Certain teams win a certain way. And so when you look at it, you go and you say in the National Football League, there's not a lot of blowouts. It's a it's a touchdown or less, I would probably say, 85% of the time in this that is, league. This is a great moment for me because you're my boy. And we talk every day. So when we start talking about Arizona, he's I don't care about that. Look how they won that. The hell Murray. This, it's the same thing that fits for Arizona then, correct? You find a it's, way to win. It, you find a way to win, but it's how do they win? Like, how did you win that game? When you're in Arizona and you beat you beat Buffalo, yes, you get the W. I don't care how you got it. It's a magical moment. But if you don't contain that dude, man, stay, you know your assignment. <laughs> stay your ass on the outside and not let that little dude run around and throw that ball. See what I did there, Zubin? I got him. But I it's the truth, up. though. It's the, you stay and contain. The coaches go over this every single practice. Don't let him on the outside. If you allow him to get on the outside, he's going to kilt you. K-I-L-T. And so that happens, guess what? He hits you, you lose. Mm-hmm. If you contain him and keep him in the pocket, you gobble him up, game over, you fly him back home, everybody's happy, long trip to Buffalo, celebrating with cold wings. Instead of celebrating mad with no wings. That is exactly what happened to Buffalo. So do you think Seattle will be better than their record of 12-4 and four next year? I think they've they've always they're been. They're going to be right there. I, they've I, always been that team that's going to win, give you 10, 11 wins every single year. I know, but at this moment in time, without knowing what moves they still need to make, everybody else in that division has gotten better. Looking at their out-of-conference schedule, I, I don't I, – I see well, them early, regressing. It's early, though, too, though, Jay. Fair. I, it's, I know it's early. Right? That's it's what early. I said, at this moment of time. You got, you got free agency. You got the draft. You got a lot of things. And they, the, the number one thing that they need to do is those six guys up front. Not five, six because I have to include the tight end. Mm. Yeah, and you could also make the argument, and this is in the eye of the beholder, that they might have the best guy to pull the trigger to get it done. I mean, you know, John Lynch has done a great job, I think, in many ways. Les Need has done a good job, but they've regretted some of the moves they've made, and then we'll have to wait to see exactly what happens with Kime in Arizona. But John Schneider's done it over the course of time, and he's got that good simpatico with Pete Carroll. Simpatico? So, yeah, simpatico. We haven't raised Relation, that one since Relationship? August. Relationship? <laughs> Connectivity? You turn on the SAP this morning if you're listening on ESPN Deportes with the uh, simpatico <laughs> there. But the bottom line is— i worried about some of our listeners— <laughs> If they have their dictionaries ready, yeah, I didn't have the, I didn't have it ready to understand. But I'm on, I'm with you, Zubin. Okay. We're on the same page. I don't, I don't think that word is as complicated as many people think it is. But I would say, I think the relationship between head you must coach, must not know who's listening to us, <laughs> in what regions. I didn't know it. I'm going to stand firm on that. One. I think a lot of people know what that means. Um, but, but that relationship between head coach and general manager has stood the test of time. I'm not saying Shanahan and Lynch isn't great, but Carol yes. and Schneider yes. have gone through yes. a lot, so you give them and, the benefit of the doubt. And Pete, Pete is job. running the organization right no now. No question. Right? He's and, running it. Yeah. Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests on the Goodyear Hotline this morning were asking J.J. Watt signing with the Cardinals is fill in the blank. It's a tough give one. Us your most, yeah, give us your it's most creative Answer. Let us know. Is it something with DeAndre Hopkins? Is it unique? Didn't see it coming. Makes sense. Took the money. Whatever. Let us know. On the way, the NFL's Comeback Player of the Year is looking for a new home. There are plenty of options, including coming back to where it all started. That's after Key has this from O'Reilly Auto Parts. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't compromise your visibility with streaks or smearing on your windows. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts. For professional parts, people will help you navigate 
their wide selection to find just the right wiper blades for your vehicle. O'Reilly Auto Parts will even install your wiper blades free. Jay, free Mm. of charge. See better, drive safer with new wiper blades at O'Reilly Auto Parts. NFL Network reports that the Washington football team will part ways with Alex Smith. One of the rumors will take him to Chicago. What do Washington's plans at quarterback look like right now? This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Kick it to Bogdanovich. Shot fake back to Conley in the corner. Another double pump. That's Throws good. up an air ball. That's excellent. Rebound Zion. That is excellent. To Zoe. Up the floor, Josh That Hart. is excellent. The two-hand flush. We'll talk about the Pels here in about 15 minutes or so. Big spot ESPN New Orleans last night. Zion had an unbelievable game. 26-10-5, but don't sleep on what Lonzo did last night. I know he may not be there long term. Lonzo, 23-8-7-2 blocks. Career high. (laughs) And then Brandon Ingram at 26. They got a nice little nucleus there. For sure. And oh, by the way, they beat the NBA's best team, the Jazz, with all of those guys filling up the cup. Again, more discussion on Zion and his place in the league. Interesting little conversation here in about 15 minutes. By the way, Zubin, he bullied Rudy Gobert multiple times. Multiple times last evening. And we should mention from the NBA to the WNBA, the Seattle Storm have re-signed the four-time WNBA champion Sue Bird. It's all a part of Women's History Month. The accolades are there. She's the longest tenured player ever in the WNBA. She's the franchise's all-time leader in a couple of categories. She's the league's all-time leader in assists and games played. That's what happens when you have a 20-year career in one city. Pretty impressive. She's been one of the most incredible players in the history of the women's game. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Only one city, Seattle, and they've embraced her for sure. And Black History Always on this date in 1962. Will Chamberlain accomplished one of the greatest feats in NBA history and of all places, Hershey, Pennsylvania, by scoring 100 points in a single game, leading to another poll question we have this morning. 
Who in the NBA could go for 100? Who could Ooh. drop the century Ooh. mark? We were discussing it before the show. We'd love your thoughts. 888 ESPN. Only 96 I to go. Seven. I got the seven. <laughs> I got the seven. Three-pointer makes it a little bit easier right now. Fellas, obviously not there in 62 when Wilt played. But we'll take your calls. 888-ESPN. 888-729-3776. Key Jay-Z on Twitter. Who today in the NBA could drop 100 in a game? Sports Center brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Spend your tax return wisely. With Straight Talk Wireless, you can get a Samsung Galaxy A51 for $199. Plus, get the $45 unlimited talk, text, and data plan with no contract on America's best networks for up to 50% less. Tune out the nonsense and tune into Straight Talk. That was said sort of like in a question, yeah. as, if, as if I didn't really have it. Come on, Cayman. Who the hell did that voice over? Have I been disbarred already? This is the third time we've done this. So here we go. Before we get on, into the real Was he questioning the honorable part, or was he questioning the Judge Zubin part? That's a good question. That's probably both would probably be the safe way to go. Before we get into the actual case, I just want to have a quick opening statement, and that would be on Alex Smith. We're going to roll into a discussion here on another guy that's struggling to get back in the league and start in just a minute, but quickly on Alex Smith going to be released by the Washington football team cap hit relief, dead money hit relief, all that sort of stuff is going to have to be there. But sometimes you have to pick one to get the other. I'm going to throw this out to you. Key. I know you said the Chicago bears is a potential landing spot for Alex Smith, but let me throw this one out there for you. What about considering, I know you don't think he started material anymore. And I think most teams agree that you got to hold your breath every time there's a drop back. And that's part of the reason you can't do that. (laughs) What about a return to the San Francisco 49ers where he started his career Mm. as a backup to Jimmy G? You're not sure about Jimmy G. You want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Alex Smith goes back there. You know, he's going to be a good soldier the way he was with Patrick Mahomes. I think that's all great. San Francisco 49ers, Kansas City Chiefs, uh, teams like that, that have a starter that if something goes wrong, you have a major insurance policy that can hold things together for a couple games. Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence. Good soldier thing, right? Young guy. A guy's veteran, work with a young guy here and there. Young guy can't get it popped off. Relationship with Urban Urban Meyer. Yes, going back to Utah. And you think about it, not everything has to be Rodgers far, right? You can step in there. And do the right thing. You're not going to Jacksonville. You're not doing it. (laughs) Man, I'm 40 years old. I'm trying to win. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever he is, he's older. He's trying to win. Speaking Mm -hmm. of winning, um, you know who shares the NFC East, of course, with the Washington football team? That, of course, is Joe Judge. I'll see myself. (laughs) We wish we could get a Joe Judge conversation here for Judge Zubin. (laughs) Was that a joke? Well, (laughs) when it doesn't work, you just go through it real quick. I'm just trying to think of other guys. (laughs) I love it. You just went through it. I was like, wait. (laughs) It didn't hit, so I just had to. I just had to keep going. Have you seen the Gong Show lately? The Gong. <laughs> that was brilliant. It'd be coming out bong, bong, that was great, Zubin. I love you. I don't have a gavel. I do one of the classes. <laughs> Moving you right along. There it, there it is. Court in session. Let's go. Yes, it should be out of session, apparently, because uh, I'm out of touch, apparently. I'm the jokes. Okay, so here's the deal. Washington football team has a great relationship um, with Cam Newton because of the great relationship that Ron Rivera and Cam Newton had Together. Then again, as Key told us yesterday, um, Bill Belichick, despite what people are telling you, also has a great relationship with Cam Newton. And Cam was effusive in his praise for Bill on a podcast last week. So if Cam is available and the Washington football team could grab him for a reunion or the Pats could grab him for a year two reunion, guys, make the arguments. Key, we'll start with you. What franchise best fits Cam? I, I think both do, but I'd, I'd feel more... 
toward Washington for Cam, uh, the reunion with Ron Rivera and turning the offensive coordinator. Um, they got some a young, talented defense. They got a young wide receiver. Um, they can shore up the offensive line a little bit better, get a better running game going. I think Cam fits. It's not a big learning curve for him. Um, and, and it's a weaker, a much weaker division. There's no one really strong in that division. Buffalo's strong in the AFC East. Understand Buffalo's strong in the AFC East, but Patriots could have beat Buffalo if Cam kept the ball tough. Yeah, right? absolutely. So Patriots 7-9, and nine, and I would ask you this, Key. Currently, who is the greatest coach in the NFL? Bill Belichick. Not even a question. We heard Cam on the podcast, I'm an athlete, talk about the brilliant mind of Bill Belichick. It took a year to learn the system. Obviously, he had COVID. He was out. Uh, other players had opted out. You try to get better wide receivers. Yeah. You add that to the core with Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels with the way they run that system. Another year underneath Cam's belt. I just feel like that, that's, that's the best opportunity to him instead of uprooting and then changing again, going to a new franchise, learning new players. Well, he would be going to a new franchise. Certainly, we'd be learning new players. The system, for the most part, is the same. Both of these teams work as far as I'm concerned. They both work. I just, because of the relationship, longtime head coach. But then again, the head coach didn't jump on the table for him last season. And so, you know, they went another direction at the quarterback spot. But Belichick gave him an opportunity, a chance. So maybe maybe he stays in New England. I mean, this is one where I'm kind of torn between You're, Yeah, both. in between both, yeah. Now, keep in mind. So I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Not the one, two, three, four, fifth. You already said too much. When you plead the fifth, you say nothing. You've given an entire argument, then you can't plead the fifth after that. Uh, one interesting thing is that, you know, the NFC East is the one division that always has rotating division winners. So history would tell you that somebody other than Washington is going to win the division next year. They won it on the final day of the regular season last year to get into the playoffs. That's not to say that's the way it goes, but you're right. Know, right? You know, I mean, yeah. you don't know what the Eagles are going to do, the Giants. Well, and we know what the Eagles are going to do. Let's just peg the Cowboys now like we do every year. That, that seems could, to work out. But that could be their main competition because if my, the other teams are quarterbacked by Daniel Jones or Jalen Hurts and who knows who, it sort of seems like a two-division race at the moment. Uh, you know, it, it, it does seem like that because you don't know what Philadelphia is going to ultimately turn out to be. The Giants could be very, very interesting. They got a young core on defense that played solid at times. Daniel Jones, the book is still out on him, but he didn't play awful. He didn't play great. He just was a guy underneath the center at times. I think if the Giants didn't rush him back and, and instead uh, and allow Colt McCoy to kind of play that game that they wind up losing, they win that game with Colt McCoy, they, they're in the playoffs, and they're in the playoff hunt. Instead, they had to depend on Philadelphia to help them get in, and it didn't work out the way that they thought. What do you think Cam signs for? What From um... – just to, to fit in money-wise for oh. a team, is that, I mean, what, 12, 12, 13 a year? I, right? I think, I think you he – You sound like a two-year, maybe a third-year team option? Yeah, I think, I think he, he will get not necessarily starter money, but the bottom-tier starter-type money, the yeah. bottom of the starter money for guys. With a lot of incentives. With some impact, incentives, yeah. yeah, yeah. Stay, if you stay healthy, if you – likely to be earned incentives. I mean, that's one of the things a lot of people don't talk about. This is the first year we saw Cam healthy for an entire year. I mean, it was good to see him on the field. I mean, with the exception of COVID, obviously. It was good to see him not have other lingering injuries. Yeah, it's really amazing how in many cases, and we're going to get Jay a witness here well, to help his cause. 2019. <laughs> okay. 
I know, but you're right. No, you're right. I, you're the right. reason I say that, of course, is correct. Because That's there's fair. there's a, a there's this narrative out there about Cam that he's like injury prone. He missed 2019 and 2018. I believe he missed two games. And so, you know, when you look at the course of his career, it's not like he's in and out of the lineup. Fair. I, I should have specified. I'm just saying no, since, since having sure. that injury, like it's yeah, one of the want, things yeah. always. Yeah, no, you're of right. course. I just wanted to make sure because. You know, the Twitter people are right there waiting to push. They're ready to get you. Sin! <laughs> and keep in mind, many people are given, I don't know why this is for Cam, but many many people this particular year, if they struggled or whatever, it's COVID, it's just, yeah, it's, a, it's an atypical year, don't worry about it. For Cam, it doesn't feel like he's getting the benefit of the doubt. For Cam, it's like he had a poor whatever. year, whereas if anybody else had a poor year, they would chalk it up to COVID. They but, don't like Cam, man. I understand, but the it seems like... The dude don't play the game, and when you don't play other people's game... They whoop you with a pen and a little computer. I, I Zubin, by the way, when you walk into the club, you should walk into the club with this music playing in the background. This <laughs> would be great for Zubin. Judge Mahinti. First in of a all, robe. Zubin in a robe, it. in a black robe. I bet not catch Zubin in the club. <laughs> don't go to any club. I don't Zubin. need this. We need the yada, yada, yada music. Yeah. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. Then you're in the club. Man, we talking. <laughs> How about some talking and a witness for Jay's defense here cam to new england daryl in new jersey you're on espn radio hey daryl what up d good morning cam should have stayed cam should stay in new england there's no way he's supposed to go anywhere else he 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 should have stayed right in new england he wouldn't be good in washington anybody you would have put in that situation in new england right now they wouldn't no that's real what's going on fella no, that's real talk, he, Daryl. He wouldn't anybody you put in that situation with the made out and think about it, Cam still won seven games. He still won seven games. Yeah, but he threw eight touchdowns and ten interceptions. Yeah, but he had no <laughs> key don't even the, the word, key don't even believe that. He just messing with you. <laughs> no, because the only reason why I said it is because that's what people are saying, Daryl, right? The, soon as I you, was one of them. I so, was one of them. As soon as you say something positive about Cam, they go, well, he did only throw eight touchdowns. I'm like, well, first of all, he only threw eight because they're not throwing the ball down there. They're not throwing there. deep balls. Yeah. They're not, they don't have anybody to throw to. Well, he threw ten picks. Yeah, he threw 10 picks, and so did 9,000 other quarterbacks in the NFL. Fair, but there were some moments, let's be honest about that, looked bad. Absolutely. There were some moments that looked bad. Absolutely. So that with COVID and the inconsistency Absolutely. of it, they can lead he you down threw, that path. He threw some balls in the air, and then I turned my head trying to figure out where they were at. <laughs> There's no question <laughs> he was horrible at times, but he also was good. Buffalo, Seattle, yeah, I mean, yeah. I could point to moments, and bright moments and bright spots for Cam. But when you are a polarizing figure, Jay, as you know, people are going to look to do anything to dislike you. That's just what it is. But guess what? They keep watching him, and they keep paying attention to him, and they keep talking about him. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what happens. We'll see. And if Belichick wants you, I don't think there's anything more that you need for an endorsement if indeed they are going to be back together. And as Jay said, the best coach in the NFL today and the best coach in NFL history wants something to do with you. That should probably tell you something about what this guy has left. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance, making it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. All guests on the Goodyear hotline. Continue to pile in with your witnesses. Give us a call. 888-ESPN-888-729-3776. We'll send it to the jury a little later this morning. Compelling arguments for both 
sides. And if it means anything, I know we're just having the discussion. Last year, Cam had essentially one suitor <laughs> of the 31 other NFL teams. This year, it does, definitely seems like there are more than one team that would be interested in his services. Cut around this time a few weeks, maybe about cut around 51 weeks ago. So Yeah, but, but this, the, the free agent market was dried up mm-hmm. and there was no teams available. He was coming off an injury. Nobody could work him out. Pandemic was thick. They couldn't get medical on him. And Guys, teams have got to move on. They yeah. can't sit around. It's almost like the Deshaun Watson situation. At some point, you've got to address him if you're Houston because teams are preparing for the season. What are we going to do with the draft? Are they trading Deshaun or not? They're trading. A lot of that has to do with where people set their boards at in free agency, what they want to do. Some things affect other things, and so – He's available now, so he doesn't have to worry about that. A couple more things. Court is now back in session, even though I never really gaveled us to get us out of here. Let's get back in it because you guys definitely want to talk about it. To Key's point, cut in late March, signed uh, late June. It was officially announced by the Pats in July. So basically he was cut and had three months to sit out there. But as Key said, NFL business was essentially put on hold. It's not going to happen again this year. People were scared of his injury. They didn't Mm -hmm. know what it was. They're like, we don't know. Doesn't seem like it's going to take three months to get a new Team. A couple of options. Key has mentioned the Washington football team. Jay has mentioned, obviously, the New England Patriots. Hugh in North Carolina, you've got a third option. What do you have here? Hey, good morning, guys. Love you guys. Um, What's up, brother? I believe, I believe the New Orleans Saints, and I hate the Saints, but I believe the Saints, they can give him a little bit of money to make him feel good, but they have a package of plays with Taysom Hill. I, I, I just think it makes a good – Good sense because Sean Payton will be able to utilize Cam Newton's skills, insert him into that offense, and Cam will have all the weapons he needs, both from the running. Um, Cam's really good at throwing to the running back. You know, so um, with all the running backs in New Orleans, I just think it makes the most sense because he can get a little bit of money. They got the room to give it to him. And I believe Sean Payton is smart enough to rebuild that man's career. I hear you on that, but like, first off, I got to figure out the Drew Brees situation first and foremost. If I'm Sean Payton, and then Key, I, I'm going to stay with Jameis Winston. Look, he, he's had a year with us here. He understands our system. He knows how we run things, and plus, I, I think the potential of Jameis Winston long term is in the best interest of the Saints. I didn't know you was part of the staff. I'm just saying it makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> no, it, it yeah, they're not. They, Cam, they're not interested in that. They got quarterbacks under contract and. Uh, Jameis is a rhythm – he's a, a volume rhythm passer where Cam is is not as accurate as the West Coast system and Sean Payton are used to or what they need. Um, New England, Washington, and I'm, and I'm sure there's a couple other little teams that's out there that I'm not even thinking about right now at the top of my head that potentially he could maybe make some noise with. I mean, you, you still got Chicago. Chicago's still there. You're still Chicago. Are they willing to – get a, 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 an aggressive dog in there like Cam, a leader on the offensive side of the ball, a very uh, astute, smart quarterback that understands his position and what, what it is that he needs to do to help a team win, or do they want to go in another direction? Much like you said, though, Zubin, he won't be waiting long. Key, let me go on a tangent for one second. Just let, let me ask you about my Chi-Town Bears here. Why, why is it people started to talk about maybe about Jameis Winston, potentially? He's a free agent, right? If Mitchell Trubisky. Not. I know you're not doing that. I'm not. If I'm, if, if I'm Jameis Winston. I know you're not doing it, but I'm saying for Chicago, right? Like, it, that's mean, a name that you should probably hear floating around yeah, internally, it, are right? You, are you going to overpay Jameis Winston 
to become your quarterback, to leave a situation in New Orleans that he can learn and study under Sean Payton if Drew, if Drew Brees comes back, or he can be the starter if Drew Brees decides to walk away. If I'm Jameis Winston, the only place I'm thinking about is New Orleans. I hear you, but I mean, couldn't you use that as leverage for one second if Drew Brees is deciding to come back? Like, hey, look, I don't know how long Drew Brees is going to come back. Yeah, and play I'm twenty. For. What, what Jameis? Twenty five, twenty six years old. He's around now. I'm yeah. still, I'm still a puppy. Yeah, I understand I'm that's a better long term. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm play the long term play. I'm not. I didn't already have my opportunity as a full time starter. I'm gonna sit tight for sixteen more games and see where it goes. Then I'm who gonna, can we get? Damn it. Who can who can the Bears get? We need somebody. I'd run we need run. somebody. I mean, we keep throwing out options left and right. Cam, I'll run, I'll run. Jameis, if I can't, if I can't get Cam, if I can't get Cam, <sighs> if I can't get Cam, I know Alex Smith from my Kansas City days. I don't want to do that long term in Chicago. Like I just don't know no, what the long, long. It's not long term. Short term gap. Yeah, then you I'm draft, you move up, you draft a quarterback. I I'm gonna get fired. <laughs> so. I'm just trying to sign somebody to get underneath the center if I'm Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace. Somebody that is is capable of being in a position where there's no panic that sets in. Cam Newton, Alex Smith come to mind. Maybe even I visited Andy Dalton who's played in hostile environments and cold weather in Cincinnati. You're going to say his name? Who? Ryan Fitzpatrick? Man, I'm not no. Fitzpatrick, man. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go Sorry. back to the well Yeah, here. bring it back. Sorry. Um, how about Cortland Sutton? Joe Judge didn't work. How about Cortland Sutton? What about him? We're in court. Oh, oh that didn't work oh, either. Oh, for man, two. Okay. Oh, come Jeez, on, I, enough. We just lost our audience, man. <laughs> messing around with you, Zubin. I'm trying. Courtland I'm like, like, what about him? He plays receiver. Mike in St. Louis. <laughs> Zubin it's just not- lost. Audience, come back. <laughs> Bad joke. He's off comedy hour. <laughs> Mike in St. Louis. Give us a team we haven't heard uh, of. Uh, I was just curious if uh, what you guys thought about Cam maybe getting back to the old days when he was more elusive and going to the Steelers and bringing back that old school Ben Ben feel. Mm-hmm. Throw it downfield, let him try to avoid some tackles, build up the whole line in the draft. Mike, thank you. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a question about Ben real quick. I appreciate Mike bringing Ben up. I want This seems like a weird – I'm going to go with this little sidebar discussion for the judge here, judge sidebarring here. And this is something I've thought about the last couple of days. We haven't had a chance to get into it. It's a perfect opportunity when Mike brings it up. You guys may poo-poo this and roll your eyes because I know Ben has not exactly been a Boy Scout and he's had a couple issues off uh, the field. However, really, no, for sure. But do you think? Why do you think the Steelers are treating him like this? I don't think they're true. How, how are they treating? Here's him? what I mean. Um, I just think the way it was nice and tidy with JJ Watt, right? It was nice and tidy exit. But Colbert, I understand he was honest. But he's coming out, and he's sort of like, look, this is a 17-year vet, face your franchise, helped you win two Super Bowls. Listen, listen, Ben, I don't know if we can bring you back. Not at this cost. We have to really sit down and think about this. I would have those conversations with him privately. I do respect the fact that Colbert actually says things when other people don't when they sit in front of the media. Mm -hmm. But if I'm a legendary player for a franchise, like you were at Duke, you were Super Bowl champion with the Bucs, if I had an issue with a player like that, that had been the face of my franchise for nearly two decades, and granted, he put us, he's a drama queen, put us in a couple bad spots, but he also gave us a couple chips. I just feel like they've treated him badly in the public eye. I don't, I don't think, think so. In the public eye. I yeah. don't think so at all. I think that, that they, they were being honest in saying, hey, we've got to assess the situation. I think they could have softened we it. Made... That's all I'm saying. For well, what he's not, meant to the not, franchise. It's not, it's not that they can't solve it. They haven't gotten no, there so- yet. No, soften. Oh, soft. Soften. I just, I just feel like he deserves that. What are they supposed to say? 
Well, I just, you know, everything Kevin Colbert said publicly. Okay, I think so if that I was say, leverage from so, a business so, perspective. So if I, say, if I say we haven't made a decision on what we're going to do, what are you going to say? As a, what do you mean? As if a reporter I, if or I ben said, If I said, as Kevin Colbert, the general manager, says, we haven't made a decision what we're going to do with Big Ben yet. What are you going to say as a reporter? I think that's a conversation stopper. I could simply say, look, free agency is not until March 17th. We have the 24th pick. Ben says he wants to come back. He's meant so much to the franchise. I think you could easily yeah, but why filibuster you, but, that. But why haven't you made the commitment on it? What are you waiting for free agency for? Why are we waiting? Well, I think the cap hit, right? No, I'm saying I'm asking you. You said it needs to be it? softened. How would you soften it? I think, you know, Ben is scheduled to make the largest single cap hit in the history of the NFL for one season. But Ben is clearly towards the end of his career and he's been hurt. So we need to figure out a middle road that we could have. They essentially said, so, Ben, you so can't you, also, you, are, you just said he's been hurt. He's at the end of his career. It's a cap hit. So you're saying the same thing Kevin's saying. But I think you got to say it differently. You, right? just, you can just say we're having conversations behind closed doors about this. That's what you I don't, think you need. He deserves I, I, I hear you. I'm, I'm, he deserves that. Eh. I think he deserves that for what he's done for the I franchise. respect that. Yeah, man, we, we got to figure it out. No, I, I think the conclusion is the same. The I'm not giving him a pass. Cortland Sutton will be back later. Cortland Sutton. <laughs> Cortland Sutton is adjourned. <laughs> what will the Bears do at quarterback next? Womp, womp, womp. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.